Regina! and welcome to a new episode of Cocktails and Comics. I am not your normal host. I am Christopher Hughes, son of... Brian Hughes, and I'm right here. And we are also very happy to have and joined by... Tim Elliott. Tim Elliott. And today, I believe we are talking about one of the best spectacles of the year, in my opinion. Godzilla Minus One. Yeah. I'm pumped. How about you, Tim? Uh, yeah, I have. Uh, I've only seen this once, but we uh, we saw it about two weeks ago, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. We got to see it in the um, the XD yeah. cinema, so we had the our seats were moving about. And it was squirting water on us and stuff like that. So it was oh, pretty cool. Oh, so you were you were in the 4D? 4D. Or whatever yeah. they call it, yeah. Went to the, the 4D theaters. I want to go to one of those. Those seem so that, cool. That will roll roll you about, and it'll... Now, if you're wearing glasses, turn off the water, because otherwise it'll mist your glasses. Yeah. Ooh, it shoots yeah. Up front front <laughs> that's that's going to be so fun. I, I've seen people go to those, and they have to wear, like, ponchos inside of the theater. <laughs> no, that's a Gallagher concert, but that's yeah. a different thing. Yeah, you can turn the water off. It's a button right next to you. But it yeah. it'll kind of jerk you around a little bit inside the seat. That's awesome. That is so cool. Now we went to see it the the weekend it came out. The the no the, before no, the, it came that's out. Right, that's right. We saw it the Wednesday night before. Yeah, the Wednesday night before they had a special fan showing at our local theater in IMAX. Yeah. And we went to go watch it because I was like, I want to see this new movie before everybody else does. It had ten reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and it was at a hundred percent. I was like, man, still it's only ten reviews, but it's got to be good if all ten of them can agree. And so we went and watched it, and for about a solid 20, maybe even 30 minutes after the film, me and my dad were silent. Yeah, we were just <laughs> spellbound. I mean, this movie, it hit on so many levels. And what I'll say, you know, just from that first impression is that it did something that uh, a lot of the other uh, kaiju movies don't do. And that is they were actually able to even out the the multiple storylines the story with the giant monster and then the story with the human characters human component i mean it was just it was both were compelling they, yeah it was so compelling that you know you just you were you were gripped i, I was gripped the entire time and i and i think that was that i was more engaged with this one than i've been of any of the toho kaiju movies but any of the toho previous to this one yeah uh and that and does uh include shin godzilla he's never he didn't care for it and that is because he you know he doesn't like how much they talk it was just so much of the bureaucracy and the it was yeah it was a lot it's funny because nigel had said he had never seen shin and i guess he caught it on tv in the last couple weeks or a month or so and he didn't care for it and it it is a you know, there is a lot of it's almost more about the workings of the Japanese government than it yeah, is yeah. this thing. So if you don't like that, then I can see how it could uh, it could kind of turn. I'd like I saw it when it came out. 
five or six years mm-hmm. ago. I saw that in Carrollton when I was still back in Texas. That came out. Yeah. I saw that. They, um, <clears throat> it released in 2016. Yeah. Well, okay. it was. So you, you know that we really enjoyed Godzilla minus one. And and before yeah. we, before I ask you what you thought of it, I think it, it would be a good idea to explain why it's called minus one because a lot of people are all asking this. Yeah. Um, now before he even says that, I got to let you know. Back in the 1980s, Rob Reiner directed a film called This Is Spinal Tap. And I'm trying to remember the name of the of the guitar player. Was it Tuffin? Who basically is the one that turned all his knobs, had all of his knobs go to, to 11. 11. And so, you know, basically whenever he's sitting there turning up the sound, he's turning it up to 11. And what they're saying is that at the end of World War II, Japan was at zero. And Godzilla attacks, it's just a below. Minus, yeah, it goes below, minus one. And I think that was, um, if you really think about it, it, a lot of people would be like, that makes, like, it makes sense, but it's so... I think it's Japanese. It's just Japanese and how it makes sense. Does yeah. that make sense to you, Tim? Well, what I heard, and it's kind of what you just said, is, but because of the atomic bomb, it had reset the whole world to zero. Mm. Then Godzilla comes along and set it to minus one. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. so it's and it's kind of the same. It makes the movie itself. Um, well, just before I say this, I have to say this. I loved the movie so much. I went and watched it three times. I and I'm planning to go see it again. And not only that, not only that, we've been I've been hearing this soundtrack every day. Every time we're in the car, he I takes will, control of the audio system, and, and I will listen to it. Godzilla. Minus one, he'll play from King of the Monsters. Uh, there's a fifty-four a re-release stuff. of uh, If a Cube's fifty-four. If a Cube is, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, uh, okay. soundtrack, and it's gorgeous because it's all reorchestrated, you know. And uh, it's just it. The movie really opened my eyes to what uh, we've been missing, not just in Godzilla movies, but in cinema for a long time now. Now it was just the the passion that should go into it. Well, it's. I think what you're you're trying to say there, Chris, is you are missing good storytelling, and yeah. this this film gave it. And we, let's be careful now. We you know, we want to give spoiler warnings on all of this because some people may not have seen it. Um, and we you know, when we get to spoilers, we'll let you know before we start talking about the plots and things like that. But yes, I think the that this had a a very solid story with solid characters. Who you cared about, and I could I would say that you could take Godzilla out of this, and if it was just a story about the main characters, that would be as engaging, and I would be just as interested yeah. in watching that. So I didn't, you know, you which what it accomplished was you didn't care that Godzilla was not on screen. You were caught up in the in the, the human part of the story, yeah. and then when Godzilla showed up, it's like, oh yes, this is a you forget this is a Godzilla film. Um, yeah, I thought it was, um, uh, is it the best Godzilla film I've heard people say? I don't know. I'd have to watch it again and digest it some more. Uh, I, I feel it is. I, I, I agree. I, um, uh, every time I watch it, I still get the same feeling I, as when I watched it the first time. Yeah. It brings that spectacle, that, that special 
I don't know the ingredient. It's like a Krabby Patty. It's got a special ingredient that <laughs> that no one else has. But yeah, I mean, it it does go. You know, it does take Godzilla back to the roots where Godzilla was a monster, a monster. You know, and just you know, trudging over the mm-hmm. the 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 city, the countryside, whatever. Godzilla was and, devious. You know, the the people were powerless to fight against it. Whereas, you know, in the American movies, legendary films, Godzilla is a force of nature and for the most part, a good guy, a hero. Um, but I have to say, if the first five minutes of this film doesn't grab you. Yeah. I don't think you understand what movie watching is because that first five minutes, uh, no matter who you are, I think it catches you off guard. It does. Caught- it, it did. It, it's got that that kind of opening scene. uh it's, it's I will say it's, well, it's a jump scare. I think it, 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 it's. It's. No, I don't want to get. Yeah, it is a, definitely a hook to let you into what's going to happen. And I think this benefits from the same thing that Jaws benefits from is that you don't see a lot of Godzilla, right? And less is more in this case. Yeah. Well, the other thing uh, there's there's one aspect of it I think that you know is. Almost, I, I'm not going to say it's lost on us as the American audience, but it doesn't resonate as much with us. And that is the shame yeah. of, of the main character. Is it Kenichi? Uh, Koichi. Uh, Koichi. Koichi. Um, you know, the shame of that character. I mean, he is... Or Shikishima. Yeah, um, but he is a failed kamikaze. kamikaze pilot. And that's like the lowest shame ever. You, that's the most shame. I mean, you really can't come back from that in that kind of society and you know to to see this the 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 journey that he goes through and you know wh- how everyone looks at him and how everyone treats him and such it was mm-hmm. it was good i just don't know that it's as strongly resonated resonated to us as it would to a japanese audience, audience. no no and i think that's just cultural but uh, it the is. fact that it does um resonate that much more. Um, all right, let's give a let's give a spoiler warning now, so we don't. Because yeah. I'm probably gonna forget, and I'm gonna slip and say something. So, yeah. Spoiler uh, warning from mm-hmm. here on out. If you have not seen the film, turn this off. Go and watch it. And come back, or if you don't care, yeah. keep on listening. And if I spoiled anything by talking about him, I'm sorry. But no, I, think I, don't, I don't think so. The, that's not that a, his name. It's it's you can Google and find out his name. Well, no, yeah, I mean, that's not a big. The, um, the the plot talks about it. So well, no, yeah. you, I mean, if you watch the trailer, you can pull that together. Yeah. yeah. So I I, I don't think you, you've spoiled anything. Right. Now, if I may talk on some of the first bit of it, uh, Godzilla was significantly smaller in this film. He was at about. But he was growing. Well, he, he was, was one. He was one hundred and sixty-five feet tall. At his tallest. Uh, yeah, okay. I think it was around there, and I liked that for this movie purely for the fact that it felt more personal. It felt a whole lot more personal. He could see you, and he wouldn't care. Yeah. He could watch you die. He could see your blood go everywhere. He wouldn't care. I mean, that first five minutes, he was. Barely 30 feet, maybe even 40 feet yeah, tall. Yeah, maybe 30 feet tall. And he didn't, he, didn't he ate people. Well, no, no, he didn't eat them. Well, he, he, he chomped them and then threw them. He chomped <laughs> them and threw them, yeah. And, uh, yeah, but this movie was so 
it felt revolutionary to me. And that is just, uh, I, and I'm a big G fan guy, but this, I'm talking from the standpoint of just a, a natural movie goer. This was so much better than so many of the films we got this year that there's barely, there's, there's maybe a couple other movies I could say that I would be willing to watch over this, but I'd have to be in the mood to watch them. This one I could just yeah. have on and it'd be okay. Nothing comes to mind right now. I'm just, I mean, we're trying to watch Christmas movies right now and I, I I'm sitting there, you know, like tonight I went ahead and watched Godzilla 54, 54. Yeah. It's 54. 54. Yeah. I watched that cause I hadn't seen that one in years. And uh, all the Godzilla movies are on Max right now, so you can watch any of them. Uh, uh, I think most of them. Most I of, yeah. Uh, I don't think Final Wars is on there or 2000. Yeah. Well, you, that, that's just as well. You don't need to watch Final Wars. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. We, I we like, love we like Final Wars. We like the last half hour of Final oh. Wars. Okay? No, 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 no. watching <laughs> Godzilla go just, through the – Just Godzilla, the Godzilla scenes. You the Battle Royale. The yeah, I just love seeing the the gauntlet that Godzilla goes through because it's pretty cool. Yeah, I that's, just like seeing him take out Geno so quick. <laughs> that's that's a that's a film they could do with less of the human story, and yeah. more yeah. of Godzilla in that one. I none of the none of the Millennium series. It really I, one I wasn't crazy about his redesign because that comes from Godzilla two thousand. I saw that yeah. in the theater when it came out. In fact, I took my nephew to see that. Uh, and his more kind of reptilian look, and that carried over into all of the millenniums, except for, uh, no, 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 he's oh, the same way in Final uh, Wars. It's Godzilla, uh, yeah, King Ghidorah, uh, Godzilla, uh, monsters are a lot attack. Exactly, where he looks, he looks more like the the Heisei series, except he's got white eyes. That's probably my favorite design. He, well, is that in film. the horror aspect, that Godzilla was he he looked scary. Yeah. He I just think that's looked, the idea. Yeah, and, but that one he had more of um, he had a hunched look, and he was made of the the dead. He was made of the dead spirits from Hiroshima the, and Nagasaki. He was right? yeah, all the souls of those that had perished in the bomb. But yeah, yeah, I think the and I can't tell on that if you look at it. That's 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 a guy in a suit, and yeah. I don't know if it's that's why he looks a little more hunched because the way the suit's fitting the the guy inside. He's got, got a big. He's got a kind of a big gut, but that makes uh-huh. him look more animal-like Which as opposed to um, some um, of the rest. You, I think it was in no, it was just two thousand three. we're trying to figure out which one it was. Um, but I have to say, within the past ten years, this has to be the best Godzilla content I think we've gotten. Yeah, Godzilla. Oh, I'd agree, yeah, I'd agree to that because it yeah it easily beats. All the American versions, and I, yeah, I, I like the first two. I like uh, Godzilla, and I like Godzilla: King of the Monsters. I thought a lot of people give Godzilla uh, 2016 Godzilla, I think, a lot of crap, but I like it. I think, um, and I even like the human story in that. And I like, I like Godzilla: King of the Monsters. I like that too. Um, one I think uh, is over uh, overlooked a lot, but deserves to be overlooked a lot was the animated movies that oh. came out for Godzilla on Netflix. I couldn't stand them. Planet of Monsters and that kind of stuff. I I've watched them. I really couldn't get into them. I've heard nothing but good things. I know Luke Jack and Eddie gave them some high ratings. Um, I, I just I like... couldn't get into them. Yeah. 
I like the first two. Um, I did not care for that last one. I thought it was pretty bad. Um, the animation style was cool though. Uh, I could get I could get with that. That was that was cool, and his design was great to me. The animation well, put sleep in the first five minutes of every yeah. single. Yeah, and I'm I'm hit or miss on that that kind of three D, uh, yeah. two cell kind of look. Um, it, I, I'm not sure. It's it's kind of what the same problem I had with the uh, Into the Spider Verse. That kind of really phonetic. Uh, way that they animate that i'm not uh crazy on but in that one he was like the size of a mountain he was just well enormous. there was uh you had the baby one which was the normal size i think he was about uh a hundred feet tall something like that i can't remember about that one specifically but i know that the larger one he was a thousand feet tall right and he was the largest well, godzilla we've ever <laughs> had and um uh, I think that's kind of the only reason they made it, just so that it could do bigger. Because, well, you know, legendary had their Right, well, Godzilla has always kind of gradually gotten larger throughout the so uh, the the show era. Yeah. And then, of course, we brought him back in 85. In the Heisei era. One of the era. reasons, the Heisei era, one reason we made him bigger was because the buildings had gotten bigger. He had more skyscrapers. So you had yeah. to make him bigger... So he would look absolutely dwarfed by him. And then he just kind of gradually made him uh, just got a little bigger and bigger uh, as he went along. If you didn't hear um, just a few days ago, Kenpachiro Satsuma, who was the actor that was in the Godzilla suit during the Heisei era, era, he passed away on the 16th. Oh, I knew uh, the, the original actor had passed away from the show era. I didn't know. Now he's also three... the one that did the Green Gargantua. Yeah. He was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and interesting um, is that a couple uh, about what, a week ago, I found that um, the version of War of the Gargantuas that's on Max is a different version from the one that you'll find on Amazon. So it's a completely different audio dub. It's the Japanese cut of the movie, which has less of Rust Hamblin in it. And it's got some other different effects looks at the at the uh, gargantuas, and it's a high def transfer, so you can get, you get really good imagery. I think it's he's so cool. uh, he's dubbed in that one. It's not his voice. Yeah, it's it's definitely not Russ Hamblin. Um, I, all the voices were 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 redubbed for that off the Japanese script, rather than the one that Subaraya had put together for the American release. Yeah, or Saperstein. But um. Uh, okay, I think we're we died. We're way off subject, but um, I mean, I'll tell you right now, going back to it, the this movie minus one, just as far as Godzilla goes, knocked my socks off. As far as all all that they did, there were a couple scenes where the effects were a little wonky. Um, but when it's yeah. a fifteen million dollar movie as opposed okay. to a two hundred million okay. dollar, movie. we got to talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> this movie has gotten nominated for best VFX. It's on the short list. Um, but but for for what? The Academy? I, mean, I don't think it's Academy yet. Because no, it can't be because they won't up. recognize it. It'd be a I have to. I have to. Film. I think it's it's. Um, let me let me. Oh, I was there too. Um, let me go back to this, and it says that it's got. Three wins and 17 nominations so far. I'm looking on IMDb. 
So Critics Choice Award. Critics Choice Award's best foreign language film, Chicago Film Critics Association. Uh, it's got best use of visual effects and best foreign language film. Florida Film Critics, best visual effects, Las Vegas Film Critic. I mean, all across all the different film critics uh, seem to have have it in there as best picture, best foreign language film. Um, and best visual got, effects. One of them even has the Indiana Film Journalist Association, best musical score. I agree. It's, I, it's I really score like it. was so good. It but was so we're, good. We're, we haven't seen any of the major uh, um, I, awards. Uh, Golden Globes, you know, didn't look at it at I'll all. Have to, I'll have to look but at that But it may again. be just because of late release that it's probably not eligible. Whereas with the Oscars, um, People's Choice, MTV, all that stuff comes out later. And so you'll probably get those nominations. God, I think Godzilla will get in there um, for uh, – the nominations for this year. It has to get on there on something. At it least well, some. it's only thing I think you can get it can get nominated for is best foreign film because they won't I don't think oh. they'll it can fall into any other categories. It can't fall into best picture um one, it doesn't meet the uh, requirements for the uh, that the Academy has set down for diversity. So it's not I don't think it'll get it can be included for that. Um, and that I think that'll keep it from being nominated for any like technical awards, like special effects or music or anything like that. I um, I think it should it should win because I mean think about it. This movie was a fifteen million dollar budget, and it did better than the Flash movie, which had a three hundred million dollar budget. I can't I can't argue with that at all. And I, I agree with that on the effects. I, yeah yeah I agree yeah the, and so either. So either they're not paying their people enough, or they're just getting much more out of what the director the here is are. a VFX artist. He's a VFX artist. He actually is the guy that directed the Yamato film too. The live and, action. Yeah, the live action Yamato, and then he did the Godzilla ride. Uh, yes, he made the Godzilla ride up in Universal Japan, I think. Yeah. I believe. Oh, is um, that the zipline? Is that the zipline? No, right. uh, it was a full roller coaster like ride. Okay. Where you went inside and it had can, like a VR. Yeah, you can find it on YouTube. And a, it was super cool. There's a. They didn't, yeah, they didn't have any of that um, when we were there. They, we we did. Uh, we did stay in the uh, the Godzilla Hotel when we were there, which is which is super cool because if you go when you go into the main lobby, as you walk into like the registration, they have all the Godzilla posters lining the walls yeah. and then you go on the balcony you've got you can see the big head that's kind of looks like he's coming out of the top of the building and every i think every hour uh it sprays mist and his eye and they have lights inside his mouth that light up blue mm -hmm. so it looks like he's blowing his atomic breath um that's so cool and then they've got their own theater downstairs because that's where we saw kong skull island when we were in Japan because I my oh. kind of my bucket list was I want to see a kaiju film when I'm in Japan. And oh, that Shin, is a bucket list of mine now. He also Shin did their uh, computer animated Lupin the third, the first. There's a live uh, action Lupin out now. It, is this? It looks like it's a CGI, all CGI movie. It yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was. It came out in 2019. Okay, yeah, yeah, because the other Lupin is from the 90s or the 80s. I've seen yeah, the, the animated, traditional animated Lupin. 
Yeah, well, I mean, that started off as Miyazaki stuff, the ca- Castle of Cagliostro. Um, but oh, hold on, yeah, we're, 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 we're starting away again. But we, I have to say that for a fifteen million dollar movie, it came off with better special effects than some of our larger budget movies here in America, and that made me realize this is sad. This one should win more awards purely because it, it did better than what we could have done in both storytelling and <clears throat> and visual effects. No, I will, I, will say, I will say some of Godzilla's effects on the larger scale did look a little wonky. No, I'm not going to say it, it didn't. It, it almost made him look like uh, an action figure being posed, you know? Yeah, but... Did you, did you catch that at all, Tim? Some of not not to say that I just uh, I mean I did I thought that they were very deliberate about the way they made him walk. And he did, yeah. and that yeah. that did seem to give him mass because he well, walked did, very slow. He also looked like a man in a suit, and I think that's on purpose. I think yeah. they designed him to look like he could have been. Uh, yeah, and that, that's just some paying homage to uh, the movies that came before it. Yeah, Yeah, because they they paid homage to a lot of Godzilla. They paid homage to To the 54 a lot. And War of the Gargantuas. I mean, they had the whole train scene, just like the 54. Yeah. And he was eating that damn train. I got to say, I went to go watch this movie with my mom and my friends. And then I went to go watch it with my sister. Because you watched it with me first. I watched it with my dad first. Then I watched it with my mother and my friends. Then I watched it with my sister and her fiancé. And... We every time I've gone to go see it, I have had tears well up, and I'm not. I'm not going to say. I'm saying this just for the sake of it. I the only other time I've ever gotten teary eyed while watching a movie was when we watched Endgame and Tony died. Sorry for any of those spoiler who didn't see that. (laughs) Oh, I think they already know that. Yeah, they should. Um. But that was the only other time I've gotten really emotional during a scene because that was 10 plus years of buildup all yeah. for it to pay off like that. And I watched this one movie and I was – I felt very devastated because it was like in the end, Shikishima or Koichi, um, he's a kamikaze pilot. He's a failed kamikaze pilot and he pulls together the resolve to kill himself. Or to think about killing himself to kill this thing in both revenge, but also in the fact that he wants to protect his daughter's future or his adopted daughter's future. So I I thought that it was very powerful in the fact of how he was willing to go through with it. And then not just that, the musical score that went along with Shikishima's uh, flight in Shinden, that's the name of the plane. Uh, that he, it caused me to just get this really weird feeling in my gut that I couldn't shake, and so I was I was enthralled with his story, his character, his the music, the cinematography. It was so well put together that you could just feel the love emanating through the screen back at you. Well, they it did was like it was like a hole was feeling in my heart that had been missing. Well, they do. And so it made me very happy to see that. They do a good job of honoring uh, the original Godzilla Uh and the the Godzilla legacy without pandering. It is not a lot of fan service. I mean, they do it in 
subtle ways, like you said, with the music. They did a great job of incorporating Fuka Bay's music into it. Yeah. Uh, the train scene is one. The uh, the the idea of using is it Freon? What do they use to try to sing? Freon, it? yeah, it was Freon, Freon. Yeah. That's basically an, an homage to the Oxygen Destroyer. Yeah. Um, and obviously, everybody's pointed this out. The scenes where he's chasing a boat are very Jaws-like. So that oh. I was um, more scared watching that than I was ever watching Jaws. <laughs> I was like, this this is a, a a massive creature. And then not just that, every time we went to go see it, uh, I'm not joking, when they shot that bomb into his mouth and it exploded and half his face was gone. Oh. Every time, my, my okay, the first time I went to go see it, me and my dad both looked at each other like, holy shit, because he <laughs> healed back. He healed back so quick. And then when I went to go see it with my friends, my friend Ethan, like, grabbed me by the chest and grabbed my friend Zion by the chest. And he was, like, jumping forward and backwards trying to, uh, like, comprehend what just happened because he's supposed to be dead. And yet he just came back like that. Well, the That regeneration scene, you were talking about things being a little wonky, Brian. That looked a little early, you know, 2000s CGI. That looked a little... Um, but none yeah, of it took me out of the film. Bothered. None of it took me out of the film because yeah. the, I mean, this could have been, honestly, this could have been a man in a suit. And I think I'd have the same reaction because you're so caught up in mm-hmm. the in pilot the story. story, the, and I don't know anybody's names, the woman he meets who has the, the who <laughs> found the baby, uh, even yeah. his neighbor who at first was, dismissive of him and was shaming him for what he was and, and basically yeah. uh, blaming him for losing the war and then later you know she comes to everybody has an arc and that they come to terms with no he was just a human and he was trying to get through the war like everybody else you know he um, he was sent to be killed and for what why 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 would you put such a, a low price tag on a person's life that's, well, they that's, said that they, that was a that was a common, you know, the, we say the movie opens with him landing on this landing strip on the outskirts of yep. one of the islands or something and saying his plane's damaged. And they look it over and it's like, oh, we can't find anything wrong with it, you know, kind of hint, hint. And he's like, well, no, there's something wrong with it. Um, and they kind of, the, the head mechanic is suspicious that he's trying to yeah. Shirk, yeah. shirk his duty. But and I I loved the main mechanic's character arc in this movie. He uh, he 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 hated Shikishima, but then you kind of he comes to this idea that what was I doing? This is a guy who's who's got something to live for. Why would I willingly want to send him into death? But I think he they did a great job of because in American film <clears throat> that guy would just do a one eighty and forgive him. And in this one, he doesn't. He he kind of comes to respect him, but he doesn't forgive him for what happened because I think he still blames him for his the rest of his men dying because he could he have shoot. if he had fired right if he could have fired yeah. he might have we don't know he could have killed Godzilla maybe not but yeah I mean he maybe did, not killed him but at well, least put him, him off so they could have gotten away I mean yeah. well yeah. we got to think about it those those cannons. I mean, Godzilla was getting harmed by normal bullets yeah. from those rifles that they were shooting, and that's why yeah, he attacked right. him. If he hit him with that 20-millimeter gun right to the head, he probably would have been able to 
hurt him enough for them to at least get away. Right, right. Well, it's hinted that <clears throat> after he sh- first shows up and he's much smaller, it's later that after the Americans set off all their testing in the Pacific, that seems they seem to say that that's what mutates him and he gets bigger because of that. And that's where he gets atomic breath. So mm-hmm. if he wasn't really mutated in the beginning, that might have killed him. Let's yeah. let's talk about the atomic breath for a moment because that <laughs> oh did that did have a tendency to pull me out just a little bit. How? Because the 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 pegs of the <clears throat> of the tail the the back plates the, the dorsal plates yeah. popping out. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about that. Very mechanical. It it made me think about gremlins and how Mugwai's eyes looked like mechanical doll eyes or Predator Two when you saw the eyes it looked like mechanical yeah, doll. Yeah, but. I, I I stated why they probably did it in the car, and this is just my thought. Uh, I don't want I'm anyone the power. Yeah, no, no, no. Like dams. Yeah, it's dam, like a dam, dam opening. But I was saying that each dorsal plate opening is like the tick of a nuclear bomb getting ready to blow. Right. I mean, I understand it. It's just like it. Like I said, it kind of knocked me out just a little bit because it was too mechanical. But then again. I like I can I can understand that, but I also can't because like I, I understand where you're coming from. It, did, it it just was a really cool thing that I saw, and at one of my one of my friends, like I said, went to go see it. They lost their minds because they were like, "Whoa, they've never seen this before. We've only seen the charge up from Legendary." Yeah. Um. They didn't. They never watched Shin Godzilla, so they didn't know about the the whole purple. What What about you, Tim? What do you think? That's a different. Yeah, I I thought. <clears throat> I did. I like the charging part of it, which is what I don't know if they didn't obviously didn't borrow it from the uh, the legendary Godzilla, but I like that in that first movie where you he's charging up and it kind of slowly travels up his tail. Um, I could have done without the 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 spikiness of it because I never like him when he has his spikes are too Rigid. too long and too yeah. um, pointy. Well, I want him to look a little more organic. They like in the Millennium Godzilla, he's kind of got those purple and he's got some really massive spikes on his back. Yeah. I don't like those as much as the more the more more subtle ones. Um you prefer like the ones <laughs> from like Bailante and uh I just uh, like Godzilla to be maneuverable, you know. <laughs> well, uh, I mean the first the the one thing that really like caught me off guard with this is whenever we did first see his atomic breath when it went against the Takeo. Uh, the the huge battleship, he blew it up like a nuclear bomb. It blew up, and I'm like, this little ship is like a hundred feet away from it at most, and they should be getting waves. And I'm also like wondering how Shikishima would be doing in like twenty years, because you think he'd probably be dead from radiation poisoning. Well, I don't. They they treat his his atomic breath as un, not like just a heat beam, which is usually how it's been treated. But when he would he would fire at something, then you'd have a huge like atomic you'd have a mushroom cut explosion for whatever he hit instead mm-hmm. of just it melting or vaporizing something. Yeah. So and I thought that was really cool when we saw it in Ginza. Whenever he attacked Ginza, he he shot the blast. And rubble flew up from the sheer power Mm. from that blast. And that, to me, 
was both such an anime thing to do, but it was such a, the right thing to do. It was it gave it that that extra bit of oomph that it needed to to really give that weight behind that explosion. Someone's really oh. feeling really passionate about this film, don't you notice? <laughs> that's good. That's I mean that's yeah, no, that's it, what this I think that's why this film is still they've they've extended its stay uh, here in the states because I think so the word of mouth is so good that so many people have, are going seeing it. A lot, a lot of the YouTube sites I listen to or have been nothing but praising this film. Um, yeah. Compared to, you know, to your point, Chris, the other stuff we've been getting, uh, I think the only other thing I've seen this year that was really any good was Guardians 3. And I think that may um, be the only thing I've seen. I haven't seen much else in the theater. Um, I've, I watched, uh, there's a couple movies this year that I thought were really good. Uh, Guardians 3 being one of them. Uh, Across the Spider-Verse, I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went and saw that one, I think, twice. Uh, but this one, uh, Godzilla Minus One, was really the first movie I saw where I was just taken aback by everything. It um, it changed a lot. Because, like, Across the Spider-Verse did so much with animation, and I think it's an amazing film. But this movie, I felt like it got more done uh with less time than that one did and i know that one's a part one movie but i also feel like you have that and then you have the next one and until that next one comes out i won't be able to say much about it but i almost want to say that this movie is probably going to have more done in it within the two hours that it was given than that move than those two movies will together and that to me is something special because i don't want to be in the theater for uh, you know, I don't want to have to spend four hours in the theater trying to watch two parts of a movie. Yeah, this was nice. This film was like 90 minutes or whatever it was. It it, it was a nice lean film <clears throat> and it wasn't, yeah. you know, it wasn't three hours. You know, I, and I, yeah, I just feel like we're losing that. I mean, what, one complaint I have today is like um, we're watching Leg- uh, Legacy of Monsters, right? Monarch Legacy of Monsters on Apple TV. And um, I like the show, but it also feels like you could have just made this like a movie. It has a lot of human element to it. And if you have to make it a two-parter movie because it has so much human element, but you've also got all these monsters in there. And this isn't about Godzilla. It's about Monarch. So if people want to go watch it, they should expect more Monarch than Godzilla. Yeah, it's padded. And yeah, I, I, so, yeah, well, that's – yeah, you, you see that from – like uh, uh, Mandalorian, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Ahsoka, so many of those are padded to get them. They run time out and get the, all the episodes they need. Um, I watched the first episode of, of of Monarch, and then we lost our Apple subscription, so I couldn't watch the rest. But um, and I was really only interested in it because of Kurt Russell and his son. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> they've been doing great. I love. So them. I was in it, but. Um, this movie, that's what I think makes this so much better is it went back to a basic and that is having the essentials, the essentials, and then adding just a little bit of spice. It's like having a really good brisket and then adding just the, the, the right bit of seasoning to it. Well, I think having it set in World War II was a good choice. Yes. Uh, and make it more of a, a period piece. And I'm wondering... We walked out. I was obviously this is, I think 
doing great over in Japan, so they will probably follow it up. And I'm wondering if they will do one, they will do decades. Because obviously from the end of this film, you, there's hinted at that he's going to regenerate. So Godzilla's not yeah. dead. Well, I'm wondering I mean, if the next one will be in the 50s, and then the next one maybe the 60s, and then the 70s. Yeah. You know, I, and kind of I mirror really, those films. I mean, if, if it were me, I'd probably start with the idea of having it deal with his daughter. His daughter's an adult. And, you know, I, I'd want to say she'd probably work for... I mean... I'm di- I'm going way too far off track. Uh, uh, it's just an idea. If, if you're going to do this, do you really want to involve Shikishima? Or would you want to have his daughter be part of it? Because his war is supposed to be over. That was the whole point of the, the, the last half of this movie. But we also saw that Noriko, his wife, had that virus like coming up her neck. The, her veins were turning black. Yeah, I don't know what that... I, I think... Um... And and on that, there's uh when he when he uh and I I kind of knew she wasn't gonna be dead when uh when I think I, I thought I well I thought it was bold that they did kill her off but then some of the stuff I was I I, I predicted some of the stuff in this like the, the ejector seat because that's kind of hinted at yeah they they brought that up that you know they were complaining about the planes not having ejector seats and then they introduced this experimental plane that has all the latest features. And then when he goes in to whisper something, and then it pulls back, he can't hear what he's telling him. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, it's, I, it's Dark Knight Rises all over again. Yeah, yeah. I said he's telling him about the ejector seat. Yeah, um, yep. Which is not a problem because that way You're he chooses about... he chooses to live. Yeah. Instead I'm sorry. Of, uh, sorry, I'm I'm, I'm going to sidetrack us for just a second. Kurt and White Russell have been talking about trying to do a remake of the Last Starfighter, or a, not a remake, but a continuation of the story. Who? Kurt Russell? Yeah, and Kurt and Wyatt. His son. So who would Kurt play? Well, I mean, imagine, imagine Kurt Tini, playing or whatever his name was. and then Wyatt playing his son. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, but but he didn't have his father in the film. He could play... No, he, the, no, no. Kurt Russell could play Alex Rogan, who was the original Last Starfighter. Oh, and then I get Russell you. Russell would play his son. Oh, the new uh, star yeah. yeah well that actor's still around just get that actor that what? actor's still around get him lance guest yeah man uh, maybe I, but uh, i think i saw him at a convention not too long ago somewhere i don't think he's acting much these days no but he was at a convention because he was signing stuff at something now there was something i wanted to ask you guys about um chris and i've kind of talked about this a little bit but did you notice that the the Japanese characters were actually saying Godzilla and not Gojira. What did you hear? Yeah, what did what did you hear? Or did you even notice? I I'm trying to think that maybe yes, they did. You didn't hear Gojira, which is what usually kind of hear them say it. Um, it might have been saying Godzilla. I don't know, but I don't think it was that was a dubbery thing. I think, I was or maybe. Yeah, I was listening carefully. I honestly thought they were saying Godzilla. But maybe they are just Americanizing I they, it. I, I thought in what I heard was I thought they were saying it too fast or like really fast and so it ended up sounding like Godzilla, but they were going like Gojira. And when you kind of hear it like that, you you kind of just 
fill it in and you think, oh, Godzilla. And especially when the subtitles read Godzilla. Yeah. But I thought they were saying Gojira. And I was like, okay, I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard Gojira. But then again, they're not going to say it like this. They're going to say it with an accent. So it probably sounds like Godzilla. And maybe I just wonder from the influence of as popular as, if, you know, if, at least in the uh, here in the States or in English speaking country, he's Godzilla. And if that has made any impact on Japan, so there maybe they're kind of calling him a little more the way we pronounce it instead of opposed to what the way they pronounce it. I don't know. Um, it didn't stand out enough that I, I really took a um, uh, notice on it. But um, yeah, hmm. I thought it was uh, it was. Uh, it's, I mean, my Fanula liked it a lot and yeah. that she's not a Godzilla fan. Uh, so that tells you right there that just the normies are going to get something out of it. Um, yeah, I uh, I think I'm the director didn't call her a muggle. I think that this movie um, it it change it should change a lot, but sadly I don't think it will because we not enough people will see it. Yeah, even right now as much word of mouth as it's getting as much as they're talking about it in the news about how it's, you know, it's, it, you know, it's surpassing all expectations worldwide. It's made 78 million. Half of that almost has come from the U S but yeah. we got to do take in mind the budget was 15 million. So this is a, it's a, it's a, it's a success. success. It's true. And I think and it hasn't gotten any of the advertising, you know, they didn't spend marketing and advertising money on this movie. Not like, not like not our like movies the do. Flash, not like Batman, not like not Flash or the yeah. new Godzilla Kong, the new Empire movie. Yeah. That I mean, that's okay. Terrible. I gotta talk about that real quick. Why is Godzilla pink, man? That man went Super Saiyan Rose Kai type shit. I don't he was, know. I think they're just he, trying to make him powered up. My question is, why is he jogging? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, mean, I, I also like. Ask the question if he what okay what pissed Godzilla off enough to make him start running? What that's, pissed that's, him that's, off? I don't know. He looked like he got a good running start in, in King of the Monsters. Oh, in King of the Monsters, yeah. But he was like, he was he like mad. leaping forward. Yeah, he was. And mad, yeah. but right here, he's like he's you, running. I he's know he's running. He's actually, but he's also a lot and... thinner. Yeah. So you're kind of wondering, what if that was baby weight? What if that was, oh. What if Godzilla's gotten? I think well, they just want to make it more action oriented, and yeah. uh, it, it, I hope it's better than because I thought uh, Godzilla versus Kong or what was it called? Kong versus Godzilla, whatever that the last yeah. film was. I thought that was terrible. Um, uh, I thought the human part of it was terrible. It was well, not terrible. I thought it was all right, but I thought the um, the visual effects and the, the fights were awesome. I liked that. Yeah, but then again, I, didn't, I thought Mecha Godzilla was terrible because he didn't look like Godzilla. He looked more just like a big robot. So I didn't yeah. like the design of him. Um, and yeah, I agree that the human story that that was like a Scooby-Doo episode. I thought it was awful. And but for me, the, the thing about that movie is that whenever they got into the kaiju fighting, it didn't look like they were fighting in a city. It looked like they were fighting in an amusement park makeup of a city and 
you know, that, that, you know, they would let two guys dress up in men in suit kind of things and, 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 and battle fight, it out and, and battle it out. But it just had really good CG of the monsters fighting. But yeah. the cities themselves didn't look like cities. They, they just look like mock up, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, toys. but I will say, um, in this new movie, uh, I can't remember the creator, but he, he, he basically made the name for that new Kong baby. Uh, I'm from now on going to be calling it Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> that is what it is from now on. I'm not in a new film. It. There's a yeah. Kong. I thought yeah, there was a, a some new super monster that's that's or it's well, a, is it, it an A? I don't know what you think about this there, film. Uh, there's two. There's two new uh villains in it antagonists you got the scar king and then you got shimu shimu is being controlled by the scar king um and shimu's the uh what brought along the ice age oh okay uh, was, yeah I, he's got everything he's he's reading everything on the internet yeah that's not it's not i'll go say it but it's not it's not yeah um, um, uh, I really do think though this it looks like a lot of fun, so I'm I'm, I'm ready to go see it. Yeah, well the the Toho has always done a great job of they will run Godzilla until he kind of runs out of steam and then they'll stop it, and that it happened with uh, with the show era, and they ended that, and then they came back with uh, Godzilla '85 or the Return of Godzilla, and yeah, that but, way uh, the, the thing Heisei is era. With, with those movies. They could afford to do it that way because they were relatively cheap to make. Because it was always the same guys in the same studios working on the same soundstage and pool. Yeah. So, I mean, they spent most of their time just rebuilding sets and patching up the creature uh, costumes. Whereas now, with you know the special effects as they are, as expensive as they're going to be, the marketing that goes into any one of these movies, you know, one really bad step, and then it's going to be ten years before you get another one. Well, it just depends. I mean, there it's been what? Well, if Shin was sixteen, that's what seven years. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost eight years between, and that may be, uh, you know, and and the, and I think they are not making these for a worldwide audience. They are making them for japan yeah and that's why they maybe it's taking them longer because they're maybe not getting i don't know how much shin godzilla made obviously this is making a lot but um who knows Let's if they will how long it'll be before they come out with another one they're not gonna it's not gonna be to your point brian like they were putting out almost every year when yeah. they're doing the show era um, shin your point, they was made, made 78 million that's not bad worldwide. now it made yeah. it made 99 percent of that outside of the u.s yeah okay it made 76 million of of, of its 78 million outside the u.s didn't even make two million here there was yeah. a there was a lot of word of mouth on that one it showed yeah. here i think very briefly and there was not a lot of word of mouth so that's what's helping this one uh, but um much more. i think what makes um what made shin godzilla and this godzilla movie better than a lot of um the originals was the the one thing that a lot of Godzilla movies have lost, and that is Godzilla is a metaphor. Godzilla is supposed to represent in the original. He represented, you know, the nuclear bombs and what had happened after. 
the destruction of them, the pure savagery of them. In the 54 movie, that's what he represented. In Shin Godzilla, he represented the Fukushima accident that happened in 2012. Right? That, that happened yeah. in 2012? Yeah. So yeah. that's why that Godzilla felt a lot different than a lot of our others, including, you know, the 54, because he represented something else. And, of course, the director was the guy who did Neon Genesis Evangelion, and I think he has a weird God complex writing issue, um, in my opinion. So uh, I, I can enjoy the man's writing, but there's some points I think you just kind of got to leave alone. Um, but this movie, he was a metaphor for something else, completely different, something personal to the main character. And that was Shikishima's guilt, his survivor's guilt. Yeah. And that's what this Godzilla represented in physical form. And his guilt was so powerful, it crushed everything around him and almost nearly killed his wife. And I feel like that is such a great way to show it because – when you think about those guys, you got to think they were probably if, – if you were a failed kamikaze pilot, you were abusive if you had a wife. You were drinking. You were you, – you were a lot. You weren't stable. And so the it showed a correct idea of what PTSD is, the survivor's guilt, this whole trauma, the idea that you're not alive. This is all just a dream. And I think well, that's Well, I what, think to, to your uh, – the point of that, Chris, I think anybody who comes from war, comes back from war, is going to have a certain amount of survivor's guilt. Because if you're you're in a situation like that, you, you have to think, you know, why not me? Why not this guy who was standing right next to me got killed and I didn't? So, I mean, I think probably all of them came back with that. But, uh, yeah, I think with the kamikazes, it probably was a – I don't know anything about the kamikazes. I don't know if they willingly – did what they had to do because they believed in the their cause and wanted to win the war or if they were just following orders and then there were some that i guess that decided they just couldn't do it um and if it's you know to your point it's, it's him living with his guilt uh so yeah it's it, i mean this this movie's got a lot of layers to it which is what makes it good mm-hmm. and i mean <clears throat> it's just in the end, when I was watching it this last time, it, it really dawned upon me that this is a man who just wanted to face his own – his trial, his you know his own destiny, you could say, fighting this giant monster. And you, you could feel it in the music. You could feel it in the way he was flying his ship, his the, the danger that he was putting himself into. And he put himself into it directly. Well, so, there's there's parts of it too. They 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 say that you know in the, in the scene where they are basically the it's not the military that organizes this uh, attack on Godzilla. It's kind of the civilians. Yeah. And I guess there was there after the war there was a lot of distrust of the of the Japanese government. So they kind of felt they had to take it upon themselves to do well, this. This movie just shamed governments in general. It shamed. The American government, yeah, the U.S. government for its bureaucracy, for we can't its, help you because you the know, Russians, Russia. yeah, the Russia. Soviets, and then shamed their own government and the idea that their their specialty is keeping mouths shut, or the idea that they treated um, people's lives uh, too sparing, uh, like 
they're replaceable. And I'm like, okay, sure. They're like, this is really, really wrong. This is so messed up because you're, you're just killing people. You're putting them out to war and you are giving them these poorly made weapons. I mean, in the beginning, when you saw his plane, it was rickety. old. you could hear well, the bolts. But think about this, Chris. Yeah. If you're going to give someone a plane, if they're going to purposely crash, are you going to give them the most up-to-date, no. cutting-line plane? No. no. You're going to give them the, the pieces of junk because you're going to wreck it anyway. But, but you shouldn't be willing to sacrifice them in the first place. I agree. I agree. That's that's, but that's you know, that's their that is the point. Their philosophy, but that's I mean, you could say that of anybody who, anybody of any country that sends mm-hmm. people to war, you can say you're sending them to their death. But that's as, mm-hmm. as, as horrible as that is. That's how war works. You know, that's why it should yeah. be avoided. Um, to quote Captain Kirk, it sounds like it frightens you. Well, you should. That's why you need to avoid it. Um, <laughs> but I, I think the yeah. thing that you're noticing you might notice from Chris is that he's got seems to have a filmmaker's eye when he's looking at these things and the, the, the imagery that they're pushing out the themes that they're pushing, putting across Christopher is, is wanting to go into film school and so he's studying the craft and so he seems to be more observant of a lot of things than most people are um, I was sitting there while you guys were talking, I was sitting there looking at the box office on it and other movies, you know, and all the all the legendary Godzilla films did in the several hundreds of millions, anywhere from three to five hundred and fifty million and at least seventy five million in, in all all those cases came from China. Where oh, it looks like Shin Godzilla and Godzilla minus one won't be shown in China as far as I know. Oh, that does. It does get a smaller release. And they, anything direct from Japan, Japan, I guess. I don't know if, if there's a good trade relationship there. Um, I don't know. I don't know either. I know that, for our films, for Western films, China is, is, is a, a big contributor to. Yeah. That's why they will go to such lengths to alter films and such so they'll play over there. Yeah. But even um, to the point of yeah. removing ghosts. Or changing posters or shrinking people on posters or putting masks on certain people. Things like that. Uh, (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, the, there was something I wanted to say about this. Uh, there's something more I wanted to say. Um, but yeah, I mean, there is so much in this movie that hit so many different notes that we just don't get with most modern filmmaking. And I mean, we've got great filmmakers, but I mean, there was straight up a quote from Steven Spielberg saying that this is one of the most, this is a pinnacle of filmmaking. And I mean, Gareth, you can look it up. No, Gareth Edwards actually had um, one of the better quotes and um, about it. Basically, he said, uh, you know, he was jealous that this is the kind of movie that should have been made. This is the Godzilla movie that should have been made. Yeah. And they, and, you can see uh, they kind of tried that with his film. He tried to, uh, you know, and he I think he was taking lessons from his, his, his first film, Monsters, where you never saw, I don't think he already saw the monsters. So he was trying to do where you did a lot of cutaways and you, or you saw them on screens and stuff. So you didn't see a lot of the, uh, the Godzilla or the Mutos. Um, so I think I mean, of all of his is the strongest. 
Uh, I I think that if if the American Godzilla movies really want to step up, um, they should go with something completely unheard of, and that uh, well not unheard of, but like going back to the root of their original uh, 2014 film. And it's been 10 years since that movie came out. Oh, nearly 10 years. Um, but uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's uh, son would be 18 by now. I don't understand why they wouldn't, you know, use him as a character. Because he was uh, a young, maybe eight, nine-year-old little boy when Godzilla emerged. He was in the bus on the San Francisco Bridge. He was he was there, man. And then his but, father. But I, mean, I don't think they're interested. They're interested in two monsters smashing things. That's really yeah. all they're interested in now. Right, right. And and I mean, it's like the they're only needing whatever characters can drive the story. As I understand it, in the, this Godzilla versus Kong, we've got or the the new one um, that uh, they don't they don't even have Alexander Skarsgård coming back, or they do have. Um, Ellie Joe or or uh, the Stranger oh, Things girl, she's coming yeah, back, isn't yeah. she? Yeah, they got they got her, but they don't. Millie they, Bobby Brown. Yeah, Millie Bobby Brown, yeah. and I think they they've also got the woman uh, who was in Iron Man three uh, that she was in the last one. But you know they didn't bring back Alexander Skarsgård. They didn't bring back when was Alexander uh, Skarsgård in it? Yeah, he, he was, was the in, scientist. Yeah, he was that, the. Oh, I, I'm thinking Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, I don't know. No, but no, no, his brother Tarzan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tarzan. <laughs> I think that well, that um, Northman. Uh, I don't know his name, but the black actor that played the kind of the, the conspiracy nut. I think he's oh, coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Rebecca Hall is who I was talking about. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry. Oh, is the Hayes. yeah, it's him. And That's the deaf the, girl's Henry. back, right? The deaf what? girl. The deaf girl's back. Yeah, the, the deaf. deaf girl's yeah, back. Yeah, no, she's back. But actually, I don't see Millie Bobby Brown. No, she's not in this. Movie. Oh, okay. No, Maybe yeah. I was wrong. Okay. I think her father might be, but no, I mean the, the no, he's not in it either. Oh, okay, damn. Yeah, oh, he's barely yeah, in the. He was barely in the, the last one. Yeah, last one. Yeah, he was wasted so, in that. I, I thought I, I liked him in, in King of the Monsters. I did. I did too. I yeah. I, I really enjoyed the. Um, I enjoy King of the Monsters a lot because I it, liked him in in Peter Jackson's King Kong. <laughs> I really enjoyed King of the Monsters. Um. I mean, there's so much I would do uh, with the MonsterVerse. I know exactly what I would do. I know exactly what I would do. Oh. But the thing is, uh, if I ever get the opportunity to, ah, it's going to be a don't, lot. Don't, don't, don't give away your I'm not. I'm not going to give away don't, no secrets. Yeah, don't but give away anything. <laughs> man, there's so, there's so much I, I, I can see going for it because I'm such a you know huge Godzilla fan. And after seeing Minus One... I, I would hope it would help energize this franchise, but you know the the question is, you know, I mean, it it it's getting good word of mouth. It's loved in Japan. It's uh, loved in the in states. states. Anyone by, who's by those seen it here, hard fans. So I I think that you know the Toho would be smart to keep using Yamazaki uh, if they want to. Now he of course is a filmmaker. He's got other things that he's doing. He's got other things he wants to do. I know he's got another film that's in production right now, Stand By Me, uh, Doraemon 3. 
Sounds uh, like a video game. Yeah, I'm not sure what that is. But that is. Um, I, I think... And also, I mean, talking about homages from earlier, uh, talking about homages uh, from earlier, the the ending with his heart still beating in the ocean, isn't that uh, an homage to? Um, I think it was the one the uh, GMK Godzilla, the uh, the one you were talking about, the one with the white eyes, because yeah. that Godzilla also didn't die because his yeah. heart was still beating. Yeah. Maybe I don't. But I've seen it, and they're they're on Pluto. If you watch Pluto, they got the Godzilla channel, and they those go oh, yeah. on twenty four seven. My dad um, uh, put that on for like a solid two days, and I did not leave it. <laughs> I like I I was yeah. just watching. They don't show everything. I it it has the film has a lot of similarities between uh, Godzilla Rids again, the second film, which was. Hardly ever see here because they didn't release it. They released it as Giganto the Fire Monster, I think. Uh, when originally that was one where they actually undercrank the camera. So Godzilla yeah. and it, is it Angiris? Uh, yes. Yeah, where uh, looked like they were fighting faster. Than, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. It's the opposite of slow motion. But, right? but there's two pilots yeah. in that that fly for a fishing company or something and can't get caught up with Godzilla. And I think one of them. Am I like the only person who really wants to see Angiris in the Monsterverse? I want to see Angiris, Gigant, Destroyer. No, I like yeah, nah, Destroyer. I don't like. I like the film, but I don't. I'm not crazy think, about Destroyer. I like uh, Gigant. Destroyer's story has to be done tastefully, and I mean it's already been set up in King of the Monsters when they use the oxygen destroyer on him and Ghidorah on the water. Yeah, I'm, I'm coming up with my own remake idea on War of the Gargantuas, so, you know, stay tuned for that. Okay. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a segue, because we've been talking about the new film for about an hour. Yeah. Uh, I ask you guys to, uh, we'll end the show with this. I, um, I ask you guys to come up with your top five kaiju films. Would you make your list? Okay, I got. You. I, I I didn't, but yeah, I'm gonna sit here and, and scrabble one up. You can you can you can rattle them off the top of your head. I know. Okay, um, my top five kaiju films. Okay, okay. That's that's the the question, right? Or is it Godzilla films? Kaiju. kaiju. Just kaiju. Godzilla. Kaiju films. Um. Okay. So bear number five. Um. I've got Pacific Rim Rising, the second one. Because I enjoyed that one more than I enjoyed the first one. Okay. And um, at number four, I think I gotta have uh, Godzilla: Final Wars purely because I, I watched that one since I was a little kid, and I really enjoy it just for the fun of it. Number three, I'm gonna go Godzilla: King of the Monsters because I enjoyed that one, the 2014 one, because it gave us what we asked for. We asked for more Godzilla. We got more Godzilla. We got a human element and story to it. We got this awesome King Ghidorah. We got amazing monster fights and visual effects, especially with Rodan. Rodan was an amazing part of that movie, mm-hmm. and I miss Rodan. I think Rodan is completely underutilized, and it hasn't been written right at all. And in this new movie, I don't think they're going to write him right there either. So uh, I'm disappointed, but I want to see him done right. Because he was done really awesome in King of the Monsters, but it part of my French here, he kind of got bitched by Ghidorah, and I don't think Rodan would get done in like that. He also got done in by Mothra, and I'm not saying Mothra's weak, uh, weak. it's just 
he should have done a little bit better. Yeah. And um, number two, uh, that one's hard. Uh, I think I'm going to go 54, Godzilla, because it's just a classic. It's the original. It's what started it all. And that movie is, to me, even though it does have dated effects, it's timeless, purely because of what it represents and what it has started Mm -hmm. in uh, the American culture and what it started back in Japan's culture, Tokyo's. So I, I think that that movie deserves its realm and it deserves to be remembered for the rest of if you're a filmmaker or you're a, a person who just loves cinema, you should watch that movie no matter what, because it is just one of those movies that really created something different. I mean, it's it's what it was based off of the idea of uh, King Kong from 1935 and 33. Yeah. Uh, 33. Yeah. Um, and it did it did what King Kong didn't do right. It did everything that King Kong didn't do right and everything that King Kong did do right. It just did more. And uh, like my dad always comes to me with this and he's like, King Kong's the first one. He's he's, you know, and he's like, if King Kong was first, he should just win the fights or something like that. And I'm like, I didn't say that. I you say, say that pretty I, often. I just say I say King. I feel like King Kong King Kong is the king of the monsters because he was first. But I have to say this every time. What King Kong represents versus what Godzilla represents doesn't hold anywhere as near as much weight. Okay, and I'll go into that, yeah. So that's why Godzilla is the king of the monsters because of what he represents and just how strong we need to remember that. And then my first and favorite Godzilla film is Minus One. What it does in, in, in the special effects department it, the idea that it was $15 million shouldn't cross your mind ever. It looks like a 100 to $200 million movie, especially by America's standards, considering I watched The Flash this year. <laughs> and then the the storytelling is magnificent. The, 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 the uh, what was it? The uh, representation of Godzilla being the guilt of our kamikaze pilot. This the whole um dang it, i'm forgetting the words the thread hanging over him. i mean with that but i'm the talking about doom, the, what the... godzilla represents what he is are the words getting stuck in your throat chris yeah <laughs> but but Damn no it. no but it's sinking below i mean i mean because you, you you figure as a country you know after world war ii they couldn't go any lower and, and the same thing with lower. same thing with Koichi. He couldn't go, go any, any lower, lower, and then and he he, did. Go, he does go lower. And so it's still minus one is just it's a it's a blockbuster period piece yeah. that that you could only imagine of, and then it was made into a reality. So yeah. I can't really think of any other Godzilla movie better than it. Like people always say, the fifty four is the best, and it was the first, but it was uh it was. It's, it's older, a product of its time. It is a product of its time, and we're past that. But what we needed now was a reminder. Yeah. And this is the wake-up call. Okay. If not okay. just, uh, if not just the accidents that happened in World War II, but of cinema. What okay. we need to have going forward. Okay. There we go. That's my. That's my. That's okay. That's my piece. So Tim, do you want to go next, or you want me to go next? Uh, it doesn't matter if you want to. Uh, I'll, do you have your list? I've got my list. Okay, I'll let the and, let the, the fuse I, boys go. There's one thing I want to say before I start my list. 
in that there is a movie that the buildup before you actually see Godzilla, the buildup to it was making for like the best Godzilla movie. And then after the reveal, you just lost it. And that was the, the 1998 Godzilla by the Devlin and Emmerich with Matthew Broderick. I would 100% agree with you there. Right, right up uh, to okay. the point where he comes <laughs> out of the water. What, what, what's that, Tim? I said right up to the point about where he kind of comes out of the water before you really yep. see him. The yeah. film is pretty good. It, I mean, it is building up. It is showing all this stuff. It is really just you're you're just like okay, this is awesome. This is awesome. And then what the hell's that? And yep. anyway, okay. <laughs> Why does Godzilla have a dewlap? I'm going to go from uh, one down. Okay, uh, Godzilla minus one right now. Right now for me is my favorite. That could change with multiple viewings. That could change over time. Mm-hmm. Number two. War of the Gargantuas, as you all know, that's been one of my favorite kaiju movies of all time. And with the new viewing this year on Max, with that that particular cut, um, I've got you know I, I'm I'm watching it again, and I'm watching it more. You know, I'm watching it over over and over. Um, number three, Cloverfield. Uh, oh. I really really like what they did with Cloverfield. I like how. They showed the monster and didn't show the monster. I like the human element. I like the found footage aspect of it. I thought it was a real ingenious use of it. And they created so much lore yeah, around, that... around Clover. And, of course, they've created other series of movies that Ten Cloverfield will Lane. have things to do with it and don't have mm-hmm. things to do with it. But I, I thought Cloverfield was really a, a genius product. And, and I still watch that from time to time. Uh, then my number four is Godzilla 14, the, the, the first legendary film, 2014, 2014. Yeah. And number five is going to be controversial and you're probably going to want to spit on me after that, but Godzilla's revenge. And for those of you that don't know which one I'm talking about, a lot monsters attack. What? It's uh, uh, really, it's back uh, to your childhood. It's where the little kid keeps having yeah. the daydreams. Oh, son of Godzilla. Son of, no, no, no. no. Godzilla, it's not son, son of Godzilla. Godzilla's revenge to others. And what would you call it? All Out Monsters it's, Attack? It's All Monsters Attack, I think is what it was called in Japan. Yeah. Uh, translates. But yeah, it's where the, it's a lot of, it's a lot of. Um, daydreams. Yeah. It's a no, little, but it's a lot kid. of uh, clips. It's, it's a uh, reused yeah. footage. And Back I think footage. a lot of kids also, uh, I think. No, a lot of people who've seen it say it's absolute garbage. And it is. Uh, it, it is, is absolute but, garbage. But, I've but it's fun. watched it so many times when I was a little kid uh, that I've got such, you know, pleasant memories of it. And, and it I, was, I can't let that go. That's what it this was. Is about. Uh, it was always the one they would, uh, when they would do Monster Week for yep. like three o'clock movie. Because you got. They always show that one. It's like, I don't want to watch that one. I'll, you have four good ones and you get that one. Um, yeah, because you you got Godzilla, you got Rodan, you got War of the Gargantuas. You might get one with Mothra or Monster Zero, but you always got Godzilla's Revenge on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> it was in there. It was in there somewhere. Yeah, I mean, channel eight, three o'clock in the afternoon. That's what my list was about. My list was just about movies that I really enjoyed yeah. watching growing up. That's yeah, why yeah. This is not. Like, yeah, 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 and uh, yeah. Well, I'll get to my list, but mine is not what I consider to be the top five best, it's my favorite. So yeah, right. These are be... personal favorites, people. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know Luke Jack and Eddie's banging his head against the <laughs> table somewhere. 
if he just listened to my list. Uh, okay, well, I'll close this out with, and my is not in any particular order. So these are not like one okay. to five best. I'm just, these are just five films. Uh, my number one is War of the Gargantuas from 66. Yes. Or Frankenstein Monsters, Sandy versus Gyra. Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and they ne- refer to them as Sanda and Gyra and Frankensteins in this uh, version that's on Max right now. Right. And if that's the one you're talking about, it connects it better to, to Frankenstein, Frankenstein versus Baragon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It does. Which well, the normal one, the dub one, it doesn't. It kind of, they're two separate films. Titles. Yeah. My second is uh, Gamera, Guarding of the Universe, 1995. Ooh, that's a good... Did you watch the new animated series on Netflix? No, I didn't know there was an animated Gamera. No, uh, I'll, it, have to, it, I'll have to check that out. It, uh, all I'm going to say is um, the Gamera fights are awesome, but the actual story with the characters is... Oh. Well, and it, I think feels... the... the the new Gamera, those three, which is Gamera, Gamera versus Iris, and Gamera versus Legion. Those um, benefit from the fact that Gamera is much smaller than Godzilla. So he scales down so the buildings and stuff he's around are a little more detailed. So I think that when you get him too big, then you lose a little detail yeah. of all your miniatures. Um, yeah. My Agreed. third one is uh, King Kong Escapes, 1967. Isn't that the one with Mecha King Kong? Yes, yes. Yep. Yeah. Who and predates Mecha Godzilla? What? He predates Mecha Godzilla. Mecha Kong yeah, came first. One. And at first, it's got what's her name? Um, um, Rebecca Miller. Mm-hmm. Is that her name? Yeah, the one who plays the love interest. Yes. Yep. yep. And then, uh, of course, it it had uh, Paul Freese doing the voice of Doctor Who. Doctor Who. <laughs> And Paul Fries, if y'all don't know, he was, of course, the voice of Burgermeister Meisterburger in Santa Claus is Coming to Town, amongst well, so many other He's voices. also the voice in The Haunted Mansion at Disney. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, a thousand, you, you got, a thousand uh, sci-fi uh, films. Uh, my number uh, four is Godzilla 85, or The Return the, of Godzilla. The beginning of the Heisei era. Yep. Yep. I saw that in the I saw that in the theaters. My first Godzilla scene in theater, and my last is Godzilla versus Monster Zero or Invasion of Astro Monster from 
No, I always um, love I always love that with the little beta capsule. And- but um, I mean, they've got the new series uh, anime series on Netflix. Um, they've also got Shin Ultraman that came out in Japan that should be releasing in the U.S. I think. Now, what what soon. is what, what what is the use of the word Shin in front of the title? Got I mean, I mean, because you got your Shin Godzilla. No idea. And Shin. I don't either. I've I not. Don't. I've never had the 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 want to go look it up. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, but I saw some of the film and it looks like it's fun. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm very intrigued by that. And I'm very intrigued to see what more we can get out of giant kaiju monster films. Yeah, that was the one thing that disappointed me in Ready Player One. Because, oh, yeah. you know, at, at, at the end, the big battle in Ready Player One, uh, Sorrento comes out as Mechagodzilla. And they were going to have uh, the Shoto guy come out as Ultraman, Ultraman but he came out as a Gundam. The rights, so that's why he did the Gundam. But if it was Ultraman, I could have just seen it in my head. That would have been so awesome. That been, uh, uh, Ultraman fighting Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla, just gold. That's, that's, that's yeah. Print money, please. Okay. But yes, uh, I think we've we've touched. Uh, touched most bases here i know i have yeah uh, i've talked a lot and um uh, uh i'm sorry if i did talk over y'all a lot that is my bad but I, I i can say that i have a serious passion about this yes it's, and, it's and obvious not just about godzilla but in filmmaking in general that's yeah. why i think this film is so good mm-hmm. so we're gonna try to cultivate that in him yeah yeah that, that's that's the that's the get it get it early and don't um don't give up on it. Don't, you know, kind of pursue it. Don't give up on it because... You know. I'm trying to get him to make movies with his phone right now. We've, he's got a gimbal for it. And I say, go ahead, make those early films. Be like Spielberg. Be like Tarantino. Make the cheap stuff. Show it, you know. Well, I got a... Uh, um, I'm not going to promote on here. No. Anyway. Uh, so... Yeah. Uh, we, we really appreciate you guys uh, sticking with us while we do this. this yes. Of course, being a, uh, uh, a a kind of cocktails and comics. And while I was I was drinking a screwdriver with lemon vodka. Uh, I drank Mountain Dew, which is a very serious drink. Do not drink it at home unless you are older than six years old. Shouldn't be drinking it at night, so that's scary for you. Yeah, I'm going to. What about you, Tim? Would you? you, you I was. Uh, I am enjoying a uh, Canada Dry Diet Ginger Ale. Oh, you you are living on the edge tonight. I'm telling you, no, right? Wait, is Fanula in town? Does she know you're up to this? Yeah, she's out oh. shopping right, I think, right now. Shopping right now? It's what eight fifty? Uh, yeah, in case it's, yeah, it's only eight fifty for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, Vegas. Kohl's Everything's is open until midnight. I could go to Kohl's twenty four seven. Yeah, we actually finished all of our shopping though. So, so yeah, yeah, we ours is done. I think she's shopping for me. But, uh, I, I'll close out with this. Uh, Shen means new in Japanese. New so Godzilla and Shenzilla means new Godzilla, and okay. Shen Ultraman means new Ultraman. Okay, that's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, it does now. feel it anticlimactic because Shen isn't. feels like a, a very, <laughs> very diminishing mer- yeah, word. I mean, it's doing something, you know. Yeah, but uh, it's just new. Uh, so yeah, um, uh, if I may close us out here for the night. Um, to all who have listened to us, thank you for sticking on the ride. 
they're probably going to get this after Christmas. Yeah, and um, we, hope happy, had, we hope you had a Merry Christmas. We hope you had a very happy uh, Christmas. A happy Hanukkah. Uh, a, a wonderful Festivus for the rest of us. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. Kwanzaa. Anymore. Kwanzaa. Uh, yeah, I can't remember anymore. Uh, oh, However Saturday, you celebrate yeah. the holiday. We just hope you guys have had a very happy holiday. Great winter solstice um, and all those other pagan rituals that are being done with trees <laughs> this time of year. And to all that have listened to us up until now and have listened to our oh, they shut off amazing they backwards shut off. opinions, <laughs> I hope you have a very good morning. Good afternoon and good evening. Goodbye. Good afternoon, good evening, good, evening, and good, good night. night. I know. He only watched Truman Show for the first time this last year. So. <laughs> I was going to say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and good night. A bit more. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, you're doing too much. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. All right. All right, everybody. Tim, do you want to take us on out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, again, uh, to uh, I want to thank everybody for listening this long. I want to thank Chris and Brian for coming on. It's been a while since I've recorded with Brian, and, and it's been a while. And it's always a... A pleasure to have Chris on, hopefully to get him more exposure to some podcasting. And I want to thank all of our listeners. And again, I want to reiterate, have a happy holiday and have a safe new year. And we will see you in the future. Adios. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can find us and many other great shows at tutufreaks.com. That's T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S.com. Third Degree Burn is spelled with the number three, R-D-D-E-G-R-E-E-B-Y-R-N-E, and is part of the Tutu Freaks network of shows. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just look for Third Degree Burn, spelled with the number three, and Burn spelled B-Y-R-N-E. Compliments, complaints, and recipes can be sent to gottagetburned at gmail.com. That's G-O-T-T-A-G-E-T-B-Y-R-N-E-D at gmail.com. Drop us a line and tell us how we're doing. Till next time, this has been Third Degree Burn.